disappeared? You seriously want me to believe that my package just disappeared? Yeah. Oh, the, the truck disappeared. Okay, yeah. Well, I'm not believing that for one second. Uh-oh. Hello, my best boys and girls. So today, I'm going to be talking about something called the plethora. Now, what is the plethora, you ask? Well, you see, the plethora is just a name that I give to, well, things that I think are important to talk about, but I don't necessarily think they warrant their own episode. Because if not, because I still want to talk about them. I still think they're pretty important to, you know, movies and TV shows and all that stuff. But I just really don't think that I could talk about them long enough to give out a full episode. And I don't want to, you know, give out a super short episode. I know that over the years my episodes have gone a bit longer and a short one will just be totally out of character. And if I'm trying to make it long, I'll just end up ranting on and on and on about stuff I don't know. Like how, how hard and how stupid it was to put together one of these glass tables. Like the table itself came in fine, but then I had to like try to put in the legs. Only one of the legs, you know, fit. So it was just really annoying, and I would just go on and on and on and on and on about things that really don't matter or matter to movies and TV shows. Yeah, so with that, uh, let's get into some of the topics for the plethora. And this is post-credits, rants, and references. So these are the topics that we will be discussing. Um, I decided to do three. I did it... The last two times when I did the plethora, I talked about Romeo and Juliet in modern times, Life is Beautiful, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And then I did uh, kind of a unique plethora where I just ranted about horrible movies on the sci-fi channel. And I ranted about three of those two. So what do you know? It's going to be three. The topics that I will be discussing today are crammed characters, as I like to call them, characters that are kind of crammed in and then, well... You'll find out what happens to them 99 red balloons percent of the time. Villains that are honestly kind of oblivious and really unaware. And to wrap it all up, I will go ahead and look at some predictions that someone has for Cobra Kai Season 5, and I'll be discussing just in general what I think their predictions are. All right, so without further ado, let's get started. Now, before I get into it, Let's hear from our sponsors today, who are not villains or crammed characters, and they may not have a role in Cobra Kai, except that I use Cobra Kai to promote, or I use this podcast to promote Cobra Kai, and that, so I guess they're indirectly related. And, you know what, let's just get into this, shall we? So, the first thing we're going to be talking about is crammed characters. Now, I call them crammed characters because they're kind of, you know crammed into the into the plot line and uh, they don't really you know and they don't really make a big impact because they always die maybe it's just to show like what a horrible and perilous situation there is um yeah so i'm gonna give you an example of a crammed character now again this is just a terminology i made up i mean i'm pretty much inventing our own secret code you know like the spectrum two or three prong shows, coin notes, all that stuff. So we pretty much have our own code, you know, like that's how you identify another best boy and girl. Like, hey, did you see the two prong show? Yeah, I think it's pretty high spectrum. Yeah. 
See, and everyone else doesn't know because they're lame. Not like us. We're awesome. So <clears throat> here's how you spot a crammed character. Number one, no real backstory. Yeah, uh, this is pretty uh, self-explanatory, I feel like. They just don't really have a in-depth backstory. They're just kind of thrown in at the end. So let's say you have four characters that are going to go explore a cavern where an alien landed on, or that everyone thinks is an alien. All right, so you got the main guy. You know, he's ex-Special Forces, but he's quote-unquote retired now. You got, you got his wife, who he kind of has a strained relationship with, but still good. They go and they visit their friend who's at a who's at a lecture hall lecturing on aliens. He's a professor. And then they meet a survivalist who is seen, you know, out in the woods demonstrating his survival skills. And then, like, right when they're gearing up about to leave, the general who calls the main guy is like, oh, by the way, bring this guy. Hi, I'm Jerry, and I've explored caves for a while. Well... They repel. Maybe Jerry's mildly annoying. What happens? Jerry dies. Now, <clears throat> what? this is what I mean by no real backstory. Like, you got his thing. You got the wife's backstory. They're ex-special forces, and then they're lovers, but they're kind of strained. You know that guy's a professor at the lecture hall. And you also have the survivalist who's demonstrated his survival skills. They all have clear backstories. Jerry, no real backstory kind of existing actually just existing in the middle of nowhere and yeah the first one is no clear relationship to the other characters now let's say we replace the wife and put her with a girl just some random girl now if you see, see that the guy and the girl are kind of making eyes at each other although she doesn't really have a clear backstory yet you know they're gonna you know they're gonna get together it would be extremely unorthodox to be like Oh, uh, look at the love. Yeah, let's go off. So no real connection to the main characters. Like their friend is the professor at the lecture hall. So he know so we know that he's the friend. Survivalist doesn't really have a relationship, but he's proven himself. Jerry literally shown in the middle of right when they're gonna go. Like no real backstory, no real thing to get to know him. Doesn't we don't we don't even remember what he did. Like he's a like, when we're describing it's like, yeah, then there's that one guy. He's like a cave dude or cave explorer guy. See, look, it's pointless. Um, the next thing is that death. They almost always die in normally a very spectacular fashion to explain what the danger is. Like, let's say they made it into the cave. They're exploring. The professor's like, okay, now don't touch anything. And then they're all, you know, doing their own little thing. Maybe the husband and a strange wife are, you know, trying to repair their relationship. Then you hear Jerry go, what's this? He reaches out to some goose like, I've never seen anything like this. And then he picks it up and like an alien starts eating his face or something. And he normally dies because we're proving, hey, this is how bad and how dangerous the situation is. Now, that's not to say that other characters can't die as well. Like, say they want to, let's say the survivalist is just really gruff and really, you know, like, pull your own weight or you're going to die. And let's say we want him to sacrifice himself for the good of the team. That's fine. That's normal. But he has to have more, a little bit more screen time than, you know, Jerry, who's literally just shoved in at the end. 
so um some real so that's pretty much all for uh all the descriptors for flex characters they don't really have a backstory or relationship or clear relationship and they you know they don't make it they die pretty quickly and so um these are some examples of flex characters jurassic park 3 now i'm talking about the original jurassic park trilogy jurassic park 3 there are you get you see three guys one guy makes a phone call he's like yeah, I got, I got the best pilots in the business. Yeah, and then they're seen blowing up a plane, meaning they're just a bunch of idiots that just like to goof off all day. I mean, that personally sounds like the life, but, you know, <laughs> to each his own. And so that's, that's just kind of a tiny scene. Only that one guy says a line besides, you know, laughing. And then we see him and one of the other guys in the pilot seat. So we're like, okay, they're pilots. However, I said there were th five guys. Well, two of them went off to make their own burger joint and call it Five Guys Burgers and Grill. Two of them are in the pilot seat. I don't know. Check my math here, but two plus two equals four. Meaning four minus five. Five minus four. That means there's one left. What's he doing? Chilling in the back. Again, really vague backstory. Just like he said, so how do you know the Duskies? That's the main... No, no, Kirby's. Udusky's the other guy. Kirby's. It's like, so how do you know the Kirby's? He's like, uh, church group. And so we don't really know what his backstory is. They say he's like a game hunter or whatever, but he's not a pilot. He's just chilling in the back. There's one scene with him, super forgettable. He gets eaten by a giant dinosaur. And I honestly pinned him for a dead character. I'm like, you did. Goodbye. Bye-bye. And now for the time I could have been a crammed character. A little bit of a backstory for this is that I was... Uh, I saw an ad on this, my school's Instagram page, not really an ad, just like a, hey, I need, I need people who are willing to act. I'm like, I love acting. I'll do it. And when I got there, I realized that everyone pretty much knew this girl, the main girl that was doing it. Everyone. They're like, yeah, I went to church with her. Yeah, we did a missions trip. Yeah, I've known her since elementary school. They're like, how do you know her? I'm like, I don't. I'm just some bum they pulled off of this website. But I'm here now. I'm acting. So basically, if we were somehow, you know, sucked in an alternate dimension or something horrible like that, I would be dead. Because I don't have a deep backstory. I'm just some random guy. Yeah, you can feel sorry for him. That's what you're supposed to do. But again, I would be a crammed character. So basically, the bottom line is crammed characters are shoved in right before the adventure goes off. They don't really have any known backstory, any relationship with the characters. And they almost always end up dead pretty quickly, too. So the next thing I want to talk about is villains that are, well, kind of oblivious to what's going on. Um, they're just so hyper-focused on their villainy that they don't really pay attention to what's going on all around them. Uh, one example of this, not not one example of them, of movies and stuff, TV shows and stuff, not having oblivious villains is Steve Harrington from the TV show Stranger Things. Now, Steve, as in the past, has been, well, kind of a jerk. He makes fun of someone. He beats someone up. He gets revenge on his girlfriend because he thinks she's cheating on him. And in the end, he goes over to the house. He's trying to turn over a new leaf. He apologizes. 
He's like, they notice there's a bandage on her hand, which is pretty suspicious. He's like, wait, did he hurt you? The new guy, did he hurt you? And then he barges in and they're preparing for a battle with this thing from called the upside down, basically an alternate dimension called the, the things called the Demogorgon. Then they don't want Steve to get hurt or really involved in this. So he sees a baseball bat with spikes with nails through it. And then he's like, wait, wait, what, what is that? And then Nancy points a gun at him and he's like, wait, what's going on? See, he's not focused on his mission that he doesn't take in what's going on. It's like if you're at a restaurant and you see a fly in your soup. Annoying, right? You're like, um, waiter, there's a fly in my soup. I'd like a refund, please, um, waiter. So that's what you would normally do. However, if the restaurant was burning around you, would you still be focused on that fly? You know, fire alarms going off, people are screaming, everything's burning around you, things are even melting. maybe. You're still not going to be like, uh, yeah, I want a manager here. I know everything's on fire, but I want a manager. That's basically what these villains do. Now, the first movie that this happens in that I'll be talking about is Happy Death Day. Now, Happy Death Day, I saw this movie with my girlfriend at the time, who would later become my fiance, who would later become my wife, who would who is the guest star that is appeared on most on my podcast. So in Happy Death Day, the basic premise is it's a horror comedy Groundhog Day. It's pretty much the best way I could describe it. Some girl keeps on waking up on her birthday and someone always kills her. <clears throat> Shouldn't have said that and so much. Bro. <laughs> so every time she dies, she always wakes up. However, sometime, unlike Bill Murray in the movie Groundhog Day, the deaths kind of have a toll on her. Like in one of the deaths, she was drowned. She wakes up spitting out water. In one of them, she was hit over the head with a baseball bat with a really cool transition that I really appreciate them doing. And she basically wakes up with a headache and basically takes a toll on her. But that's basically the premise. She has to find out who the killer is, what they want, all that jazz. And so she eventually does find out who the killer is with a nice little red herring. The red herring being that a convicted inmate who kills blonde women he has a type for murdering, just like most people have a type for romance, but he has a type for murdering. They're, she's like, wait, that looks like me. His victims look like me. She's like, ha, this guy did it. I'm going to go stop him. She stops him. She wakes up and she dies. Then eventually she finds out that, well, if you're going to watch it, maybe don't don't listen to this segment because I will spoil it now. They, they, so what? Three, two, one. Okay, you're good. So she basically finds out that it's her roommate, Lori, that, who works at the hospital. And she hands her the poison cupcake. That's what she eats, a cupcake that's like, the things are either in the frosting or it's in the cupcake. It's, po it, it's poison and she dies. And then so she figures it out pretty quickly. She's like, wait a minute. I ate the cupcake before and then I died. And then she's like, wait. You use that guy as a red herring. Now, <clears throat> in the movie, what happens is that now in the movie basically Lori gets mad and and basically fights her instantly, and it's like, this is why I'm gonna kill you. The the reasoning is like, 
super stupid and super lame. And I did not like the reason at all. Didn't ruin the movie, but it, the motivations for this character were terrible. Absolutely garbage. So I won't say them. I'll ignore them. So she basically says, this is why I'm killing you. And they fight, and eventually she tries to cram the cupcake in her mouth. She spits it out because you can't force someone to eat something like broccoli or cilantro, which is by which is soap masquerading as a plant, by the way. Wake up, people. And then she literally pushes her, yeets her, kicks her out a window, and she dies. Now, <clears throat> what, hap what I think should have happened, if this was a logical world, is she'd be like, Wait, what is going on? Yes, I did poison the cupcake. Okay, I'll give you that. But clearly, we have bigger issues here. Like, how, how did you know that? Are you, are you a time traveler? Yes, I did want to use the guy to kill you, but how did you know that? This is established very early on that we don't know why she's doing this. Like, we don't know why this is happening to her. Like, she's trying to find out who the killer is. Um... Clearly, it's not normal because she does change people's li lives, kind of. She says things to people like she kind of messes with the her the guy that she his room wakes up and his roommate. He totally forgets it. He she has to re-explain everything to that guy. He totally forgets it. This isn't a normal occurrence. And if I were the roommate, I'd be asking, uh, how did you know that? See, she's like totally oblivious. She's already hyper-focused on her stupid reason. You know what? I'm just going to say it. I can't do it anymore. Basically, the main girl, Tree, that, that's her name, Tree, yeah, uh, is having an affair with one of the people on campus, one of the teachers on campus. And the roommate is mad that he would always choose her over, that he would always choose Tree over herself. Yeah, that's the reasoning. I... I hated it. I thought it was stupid. But, you know, I ended up accepting it and rolling with it. Because it was still a good movie. So, I, if I were her roommate, I'd be like, um, hold up. Yes, 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 I was going to poison the cupcake and have that guy kill you. But how did you know that? I haven't done any of that yet. Because remember, when, whenever she wakes up, it's a reset. This all happened in the span of one day. About 24 hours, sometimes less. But she's like, no, I'm just going to, no, you know what? I'm just going to do this. No, I'm just going to fight you anyways. Yeah, so it's just extremely dumb that she was just, you know, hyper-focused on her villainy. That she doesn't even ask the question like, wait, how do you know that? Because like, uh, let's say you were planning on a surprise party, you know, not not murder. You guys, you guys don't murder. Murder is bad. Let's say you were planning on giving someone, I don't know, a cat. I literally looked at my cat right now. <laughs> For their surprise party. And then it's like, you know, they have to do a scavenger hunt. Like, go to the park. Now go to the mall. Now go to the tree by, right by your house. And there's the dog. Now, if someone were to be like, uh, thanks. Thanks for the dog. I'm going to really enjoy the dog. You're like, wait. Like, at the beginning of the day, you're like, here, here's the, here's your first clue. Like, oh, go to the park. Oh, now I, or whatever I said. <laughs> I think I said park. Now go to the mailbox. Now go to the mall. Now go to your house. Oh, there's your dog. Now she, now if, whoever you're throwing the surprise party for said, oh, 
here's your like oh thanks i can't wait to go to the mall today You're like um how did you know that see so she's way too hyper focused on her villainy that she doesn't even care about how how the heck she knows that like this is like almost borderline time travel i'd say now happy death day was kind of an obscure film but i decided to give you a second example i had to change it because our uh i had to you know switch segments real quick and this is two segments because our uh ac is actually frozen do you believe it or not and i thought the ac guy might come in and it would look kind of weird then i'd have to explain oh i have this amazing awesome podcast with epic followers and everyone loves it so you know fame don't want to try to handle that so anyways if you uh happy death day was kind of obscure but i have another film with another oblivious villain that i'm sure you guys have all seen if you know you don't want to uh if you don't like it you really need to let it go man my apartment is uh, my apartment's so hot i need to go go into the snowman and then um i like drinking my water with ice ice is very cold you know it's uh, important to have a really good heart my coach always told me which is why i'm continuing with my podcast you know and also i really like it so yeah i've been dropping hints all over and if you guys don't know it's the oblivious villain is clearly ursula from the little mermaid obviously oh wait it's frozen never mind it is frozen um frozen the blockbuster hit that i'm sure everyone has seen yeah it's so big they they literally made a, a place for in disney world i was a freshman in high school when this came out my sister memorized the song let it go in japanese japanese i i there, there's like only a few words i know in japanese now i know how to say let it go in japanese anyways i think the villain hans is kind of oblivious in the sense that i'm gonna say like he had like he his, his goal to basically become the king of Arendelle. That's where they live at. So he wants to be king. You just can't wait to be king. Everybody look left. Everybody look right. Where are you standing? Spotlight. Not yet. I still cannot see. So I should really stop right now. So he wants to be king, his goal. And so, so far he's done pretty good to his goal. He leaves Elsa, or he leaves Anna to die. He captures Elsa, he's gonna kill Elsa. And that's all he does, wants to be king, but this is Disney and you know, they have to have a happy ending. So, Anna gets rescued. Anna protects herself. Anna is healed from becoming literally an ice statue. And Hans is rested and thrown into jail. However, if I was Hans, I would definitely tr give the order to shoot John McClane on sight. I won't, you know, put up with that. I want to beat him up because he killed my brother. I'd say, no, we will shoot John McClane on sight. 
We cannot let him interfere with our plan any longer. He's already screwing everything up. But if I was Hans from Arendelle, or not really Arendelle, Hans, the wannabe king of Arendelle, I would ask, I'd be like, um, hey, uh, dude, um, yeah, uh, why, why, why? Just why are, well, how did you get your ice powers? Because he's acting like this is just a normal monarchy, you know? You can just kill the people in charge and boom, I'm king. No. He's literally just like, yeah, whatever. She has frozen powers. Okay, yeah, whatever. That's cool. Who cares? I'm still going to kill her anyways. I mean, he's not even, I mean, he and all the other guests at the party, they're at a party, that's when all that it breaks down. He and the other guests are taken aback. Yes, they're like, whoa, what happened? And, um, but then he's just like, Okay, cool. Whatever. She has frozen powers. I'm gonna now time to kill her. Da, 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 da. No. Just <laughs> why? Because you see, um people don't normally have frozen powers. That's established early on that people in this universe don't randomly get powers like that. Oh crap, I just erased half the hang on, hang on, let me just <clears throat> I guess tapped again. Okay. Um, yeah, he's just like, oh, she has, fro she has frozen powers. <laughs> Funny, whatever. He's seen the frozen powers on display. He's not at all, you know, taken aback or confused at all, or at least pauses. He's just like, eh, whatever. Another hurdle. Step over it. Cool. Don't need to mention again. She can literally make ice, and you're not the least bit concerned about this. Just why? Hans, why? So yeah, that's another example of an oblivious villain. He doesn't, he's just so hyper-focused on his goal that he doesn't care that this girl has freezing powers. Yeah, so that is the uh, second oblivious villain, is Hans from Frozen. So for this next one, it's a little bit more lighthearted. I found Cobra Kai Season 5 predictions, and although we're not going to go through all of them, we decided on going, th to, on going through a few of them. Oh, what's that? I said we. That's right, because for this segment, I am joined by the person who got me into Karate Kid and the Cobra Kai series, my beautiful wife, Michaela. Hello, everybody. Yeah, so she's just decided to join me for this episode. All right, so we're going to talk about a few of them. The first one, we're just going to do a few lighthearted ones, like Yasmitri and Melly double date. That's the uh, ship name for Dimitri and Yasmin and Moon and Eli. Mm. Didn't didn't Moon come out as lesbian though? Um, I think she might be bi. Okay. Cause it seemed like she was still kind of into him, but she was with a girl most recently. So I mean. I could see that happening, but um, if she is still with that girl, though, then I'm not sure if <laughs> that's going to happen. Yeah, and again, would this have a big impact on the show? No. Probably not. Like, Yasmin and Moon, they're not even into karate at all. They're just kind of bystanders in all this. Yeah, this is a pretty small prediction. Like, it doesn't have big implications. 
yeah. anything. Yeah. And then on the flip side, Dimitri and Yaz have relationship issues. Again, very small, maybe, probably won't make a big impact. Because I don't think they're going to make Dimitri a villain, like he's going to use his karate for evil, because we already had that with Eli slash Hawk, or whatever you want to call him. So again, very small prediction. Yeah. All right. Um, Anthony learns karate, and uh, where is it? Johnny proposes to Carmen. Ooh. Now, I feel like... Those are bigger. Yeah, those are definitely bigger. However, in as the Koreans say, achi. What does that mean? It's the only word I learned from Korean, and I learned it from watching Lost. It means not yet. Basically, what that means is those are both things that are kind of... That would indicate the end of Cobra Kai. Like the TV show, not, not the thing. Like, that's <laughs> like, you know... Daniel passes the torch to Anthony. Although Anthony does have a few bully issues, so he could learn karate, but I feel like that just add, that's just adding another character. I don't think I remember who that is. Anthony is Daniel LaRusso's son. Oh. Um, kind of a yeah, jerk I feel, like he's, I feel like he's not into it, though. I, I don't know if he would learn it. And I'm not sure with Johnny proposing to Carmen... I'm not sure if that would happen quite yet. Yeah. Also because it showed in the trailer that he was going to find Miguel. Mm-hmm. And I think they went to like Mexico or something, like another country. So it, I feel like, and like he went with his kids. So I feel like they're going to be there for a while and mm-hmm. not really be spending time like, you know, with Carmen because he's gone. So yeah. I'm not sure if he would do that quite yet. Like, I could see them doing another season and then probably doing it then. Because I think they will, like, end up together in the end. I know they've had their problems with Karate and Miguel. But um, I could see them together in the end. I'm just not sure if he'd propose to her quite yet with what he's doing in season five and how he's not really going to be around yeah, I was thinking they have a lot bigger issues. Like, hey, I know we're trying to find your son. I know we just found him, but here, marry me. Yeah, no. Yeah. Timing, bro. Like my history teacher said, mm-hmm. timing is everything. Mm-hmm. Tori's mom dies. Now mm-hmm. this, this one could be a really big one. Because Tori is played by Peyton Liss, correct? Yep. yep. Who is just, who is uh, Emma? Jess. She's in Jesse. Yeah. Emma, that's her name, right? Uh-huh. Just Emma. And that could actually be a big one because that could be um, because that stop swiping my phone. We're in the cell phone. phone. <laughs> because that could be um, what kind of pushes Tori to tell everyone that Silver cheated. Because like you know, I like characters like bullies that are like that have backstories, you know. Like, I talked to, I don't know if I talked about it, but Billy in Stranger Things, season two mm-hmm. and three, mm-hmm. he's a huge jerk. He's racist. He treats everyone like trash. He's really into moms, which is really Freudian. Mm. But then later we discover his backstory that his mom left him at a young age mm-hmm. and that he was left with his abusive father. Yeah. And that's why and he's a he jerk. Was, he was basically like a bully to him, so he became mm-hmm. a bully himself. And that's kind of what they're doing with Tori, because Tori, you see, 
she her mom is struggling and she's just using her frustration and taking out her frustration but if her mom dies that can make her a little bit more soft mm-hmm. you know and that could tell them that uh silver cheated which is another one everyone discovers Ch- silver cheated which i mm-hmm. think that would be a good close on the season is that on here yep right there See? Oh. We. Mm. Yeah. Silver's who? Yep. Silver who? The 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 older dude with uh, that ponytail. Scent. Yeah, ponytail dude. Oh, like uh, cheated in the match. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I could see her mom dying too, as like mm-hmm. Tori's mom dying as part of her kind of like character arc because i know she said like she has i think a lot of health problems and she can't work so she's working to support her mom and her family Mm -hmm. which is kind of sad she has to take on that role and that kind of responsibility as a teenager at her age but i know that that is a thing that can happen to some kids so Mm -hmm. um i think that is very possible if that were to happen to her yeah and uh, Kreese gets out of prison. That could be a bit yeah. more interesting, too. I could see that. I'm, I'm sure he will because he was, like, wrongfully convicted Yeah. in the first place. Like, he, he shouldn't have been there in the first place. And since he's a major character, I'm sure that people working on the show are going to want him out as soon as possible to be back and part of the action not just Mm -hmm. sitting in jail and not really interacting with the other characters because he he kind of started this so he needs to be there so i'm sure they'll find a way to get him out and show proof that it wasn't him it was silver i'm not a crook i forgot what he got accused of though Do, do you remember um I think it had to do with his... The assassination of Kennedy, right? No. Oh. Lincoln assassination? I think, it, I think it had to do with his dojo. Right, right. Yeah. Or the like the tournament or something. Young Crease and Silver scene. That's kind of hand-in-hand hand with Silver getting out of prison. Because their backstory was when they were in Vietnam together. They already showed that. But I feel like there's always a good to get some more backstory. Yeah. Speaking of backstories, learn more about Amanda's past. She's a bland character. I feel like people wouldn't really care about that. Exactly. So not really that. Another thing that I think is a big no is the Kyler redemption arc. No. Yeah. I think (laughs) Kyler is a good just bully. You know, he's just a popular kid that bullies other kids around. He's he's not that bad compared to other bullies I've seen on television. But... Um, Stranger Things. But, like, I don't really know if they would redeem him either. Yeah. I don't really see that. Like, I feel like they they would just keep him as a bully for the whole thing. Yeah. He'd be a good bully. Just straight up bully. No Mm -hmm. no redemption. However, with characters that could get redeemed, another scene with Kenny and Sean. I feel like that's more possible. You know, Kenny, the kid that got bullied by Anthony, and now he's a jerk, too. Oh. I feel like we could not be done with Kenny. Kenny could have some more redeeming qualities to him, I think. Yeah. I think that he does have a chance, because he is a nerdy kid. That's how he started. And we did the same with Eli slash Hawk, so 
I feel like that that could also kind of, you know, center him a little bit like, okay, maybe I shouldn't use my karate for evil. Or maybe he's going to be pushed to even do even more bad stuff with his karate by his older brother. And now for a few that have been confirmed. Confirmed. Johnny and Robbie go to Mexico to find Miguel. That was in the trailer. Congratulations. What? You predicted that. They probably posted this after that came out. February 20th. February 20th. Mm, no. I'm not sure. We meet Miguel's father. That's almost a given right there. Or it's just going to be like... Because they're going there? Yeah. Or it's going to be the man like behind the mask that we don't ever see his actual face. <laughs> but they can begin it. Because if they don't find his father, that's just kind of lame. Like, hey, I met my father. No, come with us. Okay. What about this one? There, Tori and Robbie leave Cobra Kai. I feel like that. Could, I feel like Tori is almost a given for leaving Cobra Kai. Really, I was thinking Robbie. Yeah, because of his dad. I was thinking Tori because she knows that he cheated. Oh, oh, yeah. So Silver is the main head honcho of Cobra Kai ever since Kreese got thrown in jail, and he cheated. So yeah, that was bad. I feel like them leaving Cobra Kai is definitely possible. All of them should. In fact, there are pretty much no minor characters that are still in Cobra Kai. That's what that's the habit. They slowly have them migrate over to Johnny's, or no, not Johnny and Daniel. Well, Johnny and Daniel's. Uh, well, they dojos. they were together and then they like split up again, so it's complicated. Yeah. And now this one kind of took me by surprise because I thought it wouldn't be something, but if it does happen, it could have a bigger impact than I originally thought. Bert and Nate visit Stingray in the hospital. Um, Bert and Nate are the two kind of smaller kids. Um, one of them is Asian, and the other guy is has glasses and blonde hair. David. David. I call him David because he's he's small, like David and Goliath. Um, you would re- you'd remember them from um, because David or David, yeah, David, straight up. Refused to feed a mouse to a cobra and then got kicked out of Cobra Kai because of it. Mm-hmm. Back when Cobra Kai wasn't all corrupted. And so if they do, first of all, I thought, no. I thought Stingray's already had way too much screen time for his character. Stingray... He's somewhat minor. Stingray is like a funny character. He's an adult in Cobra Kai, which is mainly meant for kids. Mm-hmm. And what happens is he just kind of keeps on... Popping up randomly. Yeah. Last we saw of him, he returned to Cobra Kai and got beaten up by Silver. Mm. Like, hospitalized, beaten up. Yeah. So, I thought that if they visit Stingray, nothing would happen. But, they might be, but Stingray might be able to tell them that it was Silver. Oh. Which could kind of, you know, put seeds of doubt in everyone's mind that he may have cheated. Which is why they'd be a little bit more believing of Tori, who's been kind of their enemy, they're like, but he did beat up Stingray, so... I don't know how they haven't... I don't know how they haven't figured it out yet that he's not a good person and they shouldn't be listening to him as their instructors. Like, you know, there's that saying, like, it's, like, um, it's not a bad student, but it's a bad teacher. I feel like that can be very true in some cases. Like, I know some kids are just bad, even if they have a good teacher with them. But I feel like a lot of the times 
the kids become bad because they have bad teachers. And I think that's the case for people in the Cobra Kai dojo because they have a bad instructor who's teaching the whole like no mercy and um, strike first, strike hard, no mercy and all that stuff. And that like, I mean, Silver and Crease are both pretty ruthless. Uh, Silver's definitely worse, but I mean, both of them together, they were pretty bad, like what they taught the kids. So you kind of like don't think the kids are bad because you just realize they don't know better because this is the way they were taught. So that's kind of how they are. Like they think this is how you fight other people in this like really harsh way that's not showing mercy or anything. So I feel like it, they kind of have to unlearn what they learned from these guys and try to join probably with um, Daniel and or Johnny to get better and to realize like how karate actually should be mm-hmm. and that it's it should not be that brutal the way they were taught. Yeah, and that was also a theme in the original karate kid Mm -hmm. like we learned that it's not really johnny lawrence that's a bad guy it was crease who is the instructor Mm yeah uh so sam and tori making up that's pretty much hand in hand with her leaving cobra kai and discovering silver cheated and her mom dying so i feel like a lot of these can go together and uh yeah that's uh pretty much all for the predictions that we're going to go over um yeah, so those are that's just a few lighthearted stuff, just the, some of the predictions and what we thought of them and what's to come. Uh, mm-hmm. New season on the 9th, right? Yeah, September 9th. But I'm not worried about that because that's overshadowed by our five-year anniversary when we first got together. Yes. Yep. All right, so that's all for that, mm-hmm. uh, the predictions. And that was the part show. I wrap it up, slap it when I send it to you guys. Yeah, I did another plethora. So what? I know you guys actually secretly enjoy the plethora. So, first thing I talked about was crammed characters, meaning they are crammed in at the very start before the adventure happens, and they have no backstory, no relationships, and they always die. The next is Oblivious Villains with Lori and Happy Death Day and Hans from Frozen. This basically, Oblivious Villains basically means that, well, the villains don't really care about what the main character is doing because they're just so wrapped up in being evil. Like, honestly, how did Lori know that Tree figured it out? And why does Hans not care that, on- that Elsa has powers? Next, my wife and I, we did Cobra Kai predictions. And we just went over some of the predictions that someone thought, and we saw, thought how they'd be good or bad. Uh, yeah, that's all for this episode of Post Credits Rants and References. Uh, tune in next. Oh, wait, next week. Oh, hmm. I may not do another this one next week because I'm going to return to my hometown just to you know visit some people. So, may not have time to do it. But if I do, well, I'll see you next week. But I'll see you whenever I see you next. And keep on listening. Tell all your friends. Follow me on Instagram at post underscore credits underscore podcast. And roll credits.